Welcome to Recently Logged, where this week in the studio we have no lock on the door. There never was any lock on the door. Welcome. Hello. Back to our back to school series. <laughs> I was I was really confused. I thought you were like having a stroke there for a second. I'm like, what? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we're we're doing. Neither, neither of us are back to school, but we're here. <laughs> we are both now graduated and not going back to school. But it's, we're doing a back to school series nonetheless. Um. So yeah, we're we talked about two weeks ago. We talked about the first Diary of a Wimpy Kid movie, the the live action one. Yes. Uh, this week, indeed, we did. We're we're doing the sequel. The sequel to Diary of a Wimpy Kid. It's called Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Roderick rules. Which he does. Which he does. <laughs> as, the, as the name would imply, Roderick does rule. <laughs> In two ways, really. Uh, if you think about it, Micah, it's pretty clever. <laughs> uh, but anyway, let's uh, get into what the people need to know and about I the thought, film. I you were going to like introduce us. Oh, wait, really? Oh, okay. It's usually your thing. Well, I guess before we get into what people need to know about the film, I'm, my name is Robbie. And I'm Micah. And together, uh, we're recently long. We, we talk about movies. We talk about the movies. The movie. <laughs> movies. <laughs> All right, now let's, now get... let's get into what we need to know. All right, so again, we're talking about Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Roderick Rules, which is a 2011 movie rated PG. It's an hour and 39 minutes. Its little IMDb description is... Back in middle school after summer vacation, Greg Hefley and his older brother Roderick must deal with their parents' misguided attempts to have them bond. <laughs> its cast features Zachary Gordon as nice. Greg Hefley, <laughs> Devin Bostick as Roderick Hefley, yes. uh, Robert Cap- Capron as Rowley Jefferson, yeah, there you go. Uh, Rachel Harris, uh, Steve Zahn. <laughs> Connor Fielding, Owen Fielding. <laughs> oh wow, that's the two Mannies the played two by Mannies. brother. I did not realize that there were two different uh, Mannies. Peyton List makes an appearance. Yes, she does. Oh man, he aged like fine wine. <laughs> what the? Karan <laughs> Barar. Karan Barar. You really did. His that's kind of crazy. What the heck? <laughs> uh, directed by David Bowers. Um, written by again. Uh, Gabe, um, Sash, Sax, Sax. I always do that wrong. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Dyslexia. Sorry, Michael. sorry, sorry, Sax. <laughs> Anybody named Sax? It's a pretty common last name. Right. <laughs> Jeff Judah, uh, based on a book by Jeff Kenny. You know, it's kind of odd that this isn't the same director as the first one. It, it feels very similar to me. I don't know why. Like, I mean, it tonally, it's very similar to the first yeah, movie. That's interesting. Yeah, it's the, I would just expect it to be the same director. Which, which is interesting, too, because this director um, did Flushed Away, a movie I'm not a very big fan of, <laughs> Astro Boy, a movie yeah. I'm not a very big yeah. fan of, and Diary of a Wimpy Kid, The Long Haul, which nobody's a fan of. <laughs> which nobody likes. Well, at least he did this. At least he did. <laughs> I, if I got to work with Devin Bostick at some point in my directorial career, at the, when he was at the peak of his game, peak of his game, um, I would be happy. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of funny that this would be the peak of his game. <laughs> Is it? I don't know. I mean, probably. <laughs> yeah, I would assume so. This trilogy. I mean, Okja, he's pretty good in that, but he he's is good in Okja. Not in it much. <laughs> 
Uh, but anyway, now that you guys know all about Roderick Rules, we can actually talk about what we thought of the movie. Yeah, yeah let's do that. <laughs> So, Robbie, tell yes. us, uh, yes, being, being me and the audience, the <laughs> listeners, the people. We're acknowledging the audience? <laughs> yeah, we're acknowledging okay. them. They're there. They're listening. <laughs> I hope you feel acknowledged. <laughs> tell them what you, uh, what you think of Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Roderick Rules. Roderick Rules. I believe I mentioned in the first episode we did, uh, in this trilogy of episodes or maybe quadrilogy i don't know if we're gonna do the last one or it's not. not a quadrilogy <laughs> the long haul the long haul is not part of the trilogy it's a completely um, different cast but i mentioned in the first episode we did on diary of a wimpy kid that i liked roderick rules better than the first one and i think i'll stand yes, by yes. that on a second viewing uh it's got more devin bostic which we we keep joking about him but he really is like a, a giving a great performance is, in yeah. the first one and in this one <laughs> Like, there's so many, like, great subtleties in his performance, and it always feels like, I don't, I don't know, he's such a delicious character, like, to write it for a movie, because he's always so, like, self-confident until, like, the tiniest thing goes wrong. Right. <laughs> I don't know. It's, where, do you, it's, where do you think Greg gets it from? I was about to say, it's really funny to just, like, watch his plans crumble every, like, five minutes in this movie. Um but yeah, no, I love uh, Devin Bostick's performance. I love the whole cast, really. We mentioned how great the cast was in the first one. It's mostly the same cast in this one. Yeah. Uh, plus a Peyton List. Plus a Peyton. Well, she's barely in she's, it, too. She's very young in this, too. <laughs> which, which again, is is funny that we have two of the... Uh, of the Disney Channel Jesse Jesse oh alumni. yeah specifically Jesse <laughs> yeah specifically a, like Jesse in this show I mean in this movie yeah yeah um but yeah no the performances are all great um I think this honestly is a bit funnier than the first Dude, one I think the bits are like honestly always better we mentioned how in the first one you get a lot of like as it shifts its character dynamics you get a lot of different comedic bits as their dynamics change and everything this one is just loaded with like it's just like filled to the brim with iconic bits i, I don't what, know why i was about to say like the dynamics kind of still change yeah, but like it's, it's, it's not much, as reliant on yeah that. it's not really the it's the more of a plot. buddy comedy than anything in yeah, this one which allows it to kind of double down on the kind of bits that this movie is doing exactly yeah i was about to say it's it's a lot more carefree than the first one i think because it's not setting up as much um and it's really just focused on having fun with roderick and greg yeah, i was about to say you already know roderick and greg so in this movie you just get to see more of them right uh but yeah no i think it's really great i think it's really funny um i think it's pretty brilliantly written from a uh comedy perspective it's it's one of my favorite comedies now i think especially when it comes to like pg comedies you know yeah um but yeah no it's just it's a load of fun it looks great the cinematography and lighting are both like unreasonably good right oh my gosh <laughs> which i mean we, again we mentioned that for the first movie too like it's really well shot for I think, some I reason think this movie looks better though oh like, it this does this movie has so many like sharp contrasts really cool uses yeah. of color great like i don't know it just looks good <laughs> yeah it's a good looking movie it's really fun it's really funny um it flies by like in its runtime which is always something I admire because, you know, even though it does fly by, it still feels like I get a substantial amount of 
laughs and you know whatever out of this whatever i'm looking for from it uh but yeah i give it a um four and a half out of five really enjoyed it wow now you've literally said everything there is to say so thank you for listening to recently long we'll be back uh next week catch you next week uh yeah i don't i don't know i concur like what am i supposed to say after that he just went for like five minutes straight saying well, that, everything that about sums the movie up, that sums up my thoughts on it pretty well i think <laughs> couldn't be like oh yeah i like it it's got some good elements <laughs> <laughs> um yeah good movie just just a ditto micah ditto mostly i okay. really like it any uh, other any other things you want to shout out about it? I think I think like ninety percent of any given bit in this movie is like actually just better than the first movie's. Yeah, <laughs> this thing is really really funny. Um, the cast honestly even feels more comfortable doing what they're doing. Oh yeah, no, they feel um, everyone in the cast feels a lot more like on board for what's happening. Every moment that like you could have like a like a kind of mad joke, they like recover it really well and do something really funny with it. Yeah. Like there are just so many smart <laughs> things going on in this movie. I don't understand why so many people like dislike it. Yeah, like I genuinely don't. It's so wild to me because um, I the first time I watched it, I was like, Oh, that was so funny, it's so great. I, I only gave it a four out of five the first time I saw it, which is still a very positive score. Yeah. Um and I went to Letterboxd and I saw that like at least three people I follow just gave it like a one or something. I'm like, oh yeah, like I know so many people who just like are like, man, that's trash. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, like I've seen a lot of trash comedies. I've seen a lot of trash kids. Comedies uh, yeah, I've seen too. a lot of trash. Kids very movies. common. <laughs> Extremely common. This, this is far from that. I mean, come on. Like the craft alone of like the filmmaking is really right. really good. Not to mention you get so many like really just hilarious bits in this i don't yeah, understand I don't why know. like you get like the foot you get the shirag being invisible one. invisible <laughs> uh you get you there's there's just so much good stuff like yeah. seeing the, the door scene. yeah the door lock like that that's iconic <laughs> but yeah uh, I, I also gave it a four and a half um <laughs> i very much loved it this time around like i ended good. with that feeling that only really happens after comedies I love, where I just, like, because I, I laughed out loud so much, you actually, like, feel it in your chest. And that's how I finished this movie both nice. times. So, <laughs> it's like... It's a sign of a good comedy. I'm like, what what else is there in a comedy? So, yeah. <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's deep dive into it a bit more. Deep Robbie. dive. Do you, have any, do you have any questions, oh ye giver of all of your opinion? <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. Uh, what did you think of how this continues the franchise like because we get a little less rally we get a little more roderick and that i mean that's pretty much the biggest difference in this one um, um because like obviously greg's relationship with rally is the focus of the first yeah, movie so, and his relationship with roderick is the focus of this one so i really i really like it i think <laughs> i mean a lot of people have kind of called like like i don't know actually i saw a lot of people complaining about the fact with the series in general that mm -hmm. greg again is just <laughs> terrible to watch and i very much disagree and I don't, I don't know if that speaks badly to me or something right yeah like how does that um, reflect on but he's so much fun to watch be a terrible person right um and what's interesting about this one too is he's he's honestly not as terrible 
he's yes. still pretty bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, he's he's still pretty um, terrible. But but uh, it's it's cool to watch him like again, kind of grow with his brother in a way where they're kind of still doing terrible things together. <laughs> um, but like to just see him get a more solid feeling relationship. Yeah, like he doesn't he doesn't ever really fight with Rowley in this. Again, Rowley's in it less. Yeah. Um, and the relationship with the brother goes well, so it feels like it feels nice to see Greg progress into having like yeah two semi okay seeming relationships i was about to say i don't know how like wholesome greg is going to be in the third movie <laughs> but he, he gets he's gotten a little more wholesome um, from the first one to the second one <laughs> again still still like the the big point in this ends up being that um you know, Greg does something embarrassing to sacrifice for somebody else. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't think that it comes off as very much like rehashing the same plot as the emotional core and the sacrifice is something completely different. I was about to say, dang, <laughs> I didn't even think about the fact that that's the same thing that happened in the first one. You're right. But no, it's it's rooted in something completely different in this one. Yeah, so it never, it doesn't really come off as like rehashy. So yeah. like it works again because, you know he's not like cured from his character flaws he still has the same character flaws just slightly different after the lessons he learned in the first movie and i think as a movie kind of exploring the quote-unquote world mm. um it does a really good job of building off of a, like a lot of the world building because again like we talked about it in the last episode we done on these that like the first half of the movie if not more is mostly just like world building yeah and like setting stuff up in funny ways but like setting stuff up i was about to say i still um, love the first movie building <laughs> building the world of middle school this one has the world of middle school mm -hmm. um and it really really feels like comfortable and expanding and not really spending a lot of time being like here is middle school here are all the dynamics of middle school i find it really funny that almost <laughs> all of the middle school scenes are just the shirag being invisible joke right it's either like, like it's either like him like thirsting over Peyton List or Chirag being an absolute legend. Exactly. Those are the two options for being at school in this movie. Which is good. That's, that's, that's good. good. We did not need a movie to focus on school as much as the last one did. That would have, again, felt very rehashy. Instead, actually, the house ends up being our main set piece for this one. Right. Um, which, again, is very cool for what they use it for. For sure, yeah. But yeah, what do you, what do you think of its expansion? Um, I just wanted to mention really how well it handles Rally's character in this. Like, yeah. Rally is still such like a fun and memorable part of the movie without being like too big of a part of it. Yeah, he still seems like he would be. Um, like he still very much feels like, oh yeah, that's Greg's best friend. But in this particular movie, you know, Greg is grounded exactly, for ninety yeah. percent of it. So no, I was about to say, I I don't know how much of this plot is like from the book. Again, we haven't read the book series at all. Um, <laughs> We should have, like, picked them up somewhere. Go to our local Scholastica book fair. You know, it's funny. I actually donated to a, a book charity drive thing the other day when I was checking out at Second and Charles, and I picked out Dog Days for the book drive. I'm like, some kid is going to get Dog Days. <laughs> we, should have, we should have gotten the first three books for research purposes. Right, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I, I appreciate how Rally is incorporated in this movie, and... I really, I don't know, there's something very sweet about, like, a movie focused on two brothers, like, just working stuff out. I, I think I think it's a really sweet core for this movie. Two, two brothers, Rebby. <laughs> <laughs> just working stuff out. We got, to the, we got to the end of this movie, I'm like, it's just, like, ambulance for real. 
Uh, but yeah, no, it's, I don't know. As a sequel, I think it works really well. As I said, it builds on the cinematic look and language of the first movie in a really nice way. I think it looks yeah. better. I don't know that it's like cinematography itself is better than the first one. I actually might argue this visual storytelling in the first one is a bit stronger. Yeah. Um, but this one is a lot more comedy leaning than the first one is. I don't know. I think so. this one's a lot more engaging to watch. It is. It is more engaging on a visual to watch. level. So maybe Dude, like, maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> like the like the party scene, like when they do the when they do the photo shoot for the party scene. That's Dude. so good. It's such a cool choice, right? No, I was about to say there's a lot of really cool stylistic choices here. There's a lot more um, like animated segments in this one too, which yeah. I don't think always work. I feel I feel like they are a little choppy sometimes, but like uh, for the most part, I'm glad that they're there. Yeah, it's interesting because uh, in the first movie, a lot of their cutaway bits. Uh, a la Family Guy, <laughs> uh, were much more like all live action, whereas these are mostly animated. Yeah, there's only bits. there's only like two live action cutaways in this, yeah. which I, I think you get the family band and the family who actually loves me one. <laughs> I think those are the only two that I can think of. But they're both really funny. They so. are funny, yeah. Um, but no, yeah, I think I think the one thing you could probably say for that stuff is that yeah, I think. Like one of my the only complaints I could probably think of for this movie in general mm. is that yeah the structure is a little bit like not even not even bad I wouldn't it's, say it's bad it is <laughs> what is what I, what is the word I'm thinking of like it's odd like for coarse. sure yeah like kind of stiff a stiff for sure a structure. little blocky maybe um <laughs> like a lot of the transitions even from like segment to segment are done through an animated thing yeah and you're just kind of like doing the next thing after that um, yeah that's true it, the story doesn't feel quite as natural as the first one yeah does. So it does, it does the first one well. does a really good job again we we joked about it being like the the pta <laughs> kids movie because it does a really good job of just like flowing its dynamics yeah. throughout the entire yeah. movie no, the story feels, feels like, very natural in its progression which it, isn't the case here. yeah i was about to say this one feels very much like here is this thing then there is this thing <laughs> then there is this thing yeah then there is this thing but I don't think that doesn't work in this movie, you know? No, I, it's not that it doesn't work at all. It's just not as strong as it potentially could be. But I mean, for a lot of comedy-centric films, you're usually just hopping from bit to bit anyway. Yeah, I mean, like, so. the closest thing you could compare this to, I would say, is even something like Mean Girls compared yeah. to the first uh, I actually thought of, kid. I actually thought about Mean Girls while we were watching this. I'm like, you know, <laughs> this is kind of a similar comedy. No, it's got a similar structure <laughs> yeah. to Mean Girls. Um and like compare Mean Girls to the first Diary of Wimpy Kid, and they're just drastically different yeah. in the structure and everything. <laughs> and even the way they approach comedy, I think, is more similar in this movie than it is in the first one. For sure, yeah. Um, I still love how Mean Girls is just like set up, and then like forty-five to fifty minutes of shenanigans, and then the end. <laughs> right, like that's the, good. The middle of the movie is just whatever. <laughs> just doing whatever. That's what. That's um, what's so beautiful about it. <laughs> Uh, but do you have a favorite scene or sequence? Mm. That's tough for this one. That is, There's so many good ones. Yeah, I was about to say, this one's tough in a different way, because yeah. there are very clear defined scenes and sequences in this one, unlike the last one. But there are so many good ones. <laughs> I really, really like the like that one section of the movie right after the party when 
uh, Rowley comes over for the sleepover yes. and everything. That that whole section, like including the door lock. Can I can yeah. I include that like twenty minute stretch? Uh, I don't know. Like, I, think, I think that's a pretty concise like sequence. Like the the, uh, yeah. the post party rally. I was about to say post party rally and the door shenanigans. I think that's <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> Oh, no, I, I really love that. Um, I'm trying to think of, because I was going to say probably something around the door. I think that's probably yeah, my favorite Yeah, I was bit. about to say, that's like one of um, the best bits in this entire movie. But honestly, not I really best. love the party. I love The, the party, party is scene. really fun, yeah. Um, I really love uh, <laughs> the end show stuff. Yeah, um, for sure, the magic show. The and magic everything. show and Roderick's show, that stuff is really fun. Yeah, and I, it Honestly, is. I think it's emotional core works pretty well, like... Right. I'm not like crying, but I feel something <laughs> from it, you know. Crying in the club at Roderick Rolls. <laughs> um, and then I guess, and it, like my only other like honorable mention for like that I could think of for like my top favorites mm-hmm. um, would honestly be all the stuff at the retirement home. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little torn on the retirement home. I like the I retirement think it, home. I think it's really funny, but at the same time, like. I don't know how necessary it is, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it kind of utilized in the story is kind of um, supposed to be like, oh, here's Greg at his lowest. Yeah, low. yeah. No, I get that. And then that. Peyton List <laughs> helps him out, <laughs> gives him a light in the darkness. <laughs> no, and that's and that's it's a sweet scene and everything. I don't know. It's just if there was anything that like you could potentially cut from the movie, that would be it. But, I mean, obviously you wouldn't get the payoff of Peyton List being in the movie Ruby, at all. Ruby, I'm not the peeping dog. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. I take it all back. That sequence is worth it. For the bathroom stall, uh, like, chase, when he, when he fakes out. <laughs> that is one of the funniest moments in this entire movie. I love that. You need to go watch this I movie. I love that bit. So, yeah, I don't know. I thought it, I thought it was overall a pretty fun sequence. Okay. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Um but yeah yeah no it it i mean there's there's a lot of really really funny bits in that part i just i don't know i always get like this weird feeling that the movie's kind of slowing down for it no i would i would agree that the pacing feels like it slows down a little bit and like obviously that's a little bit on purpose yeah no it is but um you can definitely kind of feel like a little bit of the comedic momentum kind of like no it loses some of its energy there for sure but it picks it up pretty darn oh, fast once we get back <laughs> dude i would like to give a shout out to whenever rally is wearing his little mustache in this dude, movie the it's rally so mustache. funny dude when he answers the football phone with the mustache <laughs> on that uh, that's comedy that's film to me no it's really funny we were talking about the cinematography of the movie uh there were there were two points uh in the movie in which <laughs> the shots paralleled movie (laughs) one of them i posted it on twitter if you follow me on twitter um it was the shot um with brad pitt and the knife leaning down from inglorious bastards it's a very (laughs) well-known shot but there's a shot during the play um, oh my goodness! The, the dove dies. I was about to say the dove falls down dead, and Greg and Rally are just looking down at it. And they, in the shot, literally is like, like literally they're in the same height uh, positions, just swapped. It's so funny. Like it's literally the same shot, and I love it. Um, and then the shot Robbie found. Too. Oh my goodness, dude! This movie. 
it's it's so well shot for for what it looks like, so good yeah like you an, could frame you could frame uh, any still from this movie dude i would frame good. some stills from this <laughs> dude he's got his mustache and his top hat and like the dude. face rowley's making in that shot versus the face craig's making i don't know where they found the kid who plays rowley but his facial expressions are so good in both of the movies he's I've always seen. fantastic right he's such a good actor i don't know what <laughs> I don't know how they're doing it. <laughs> Dude. Um, so what do you think of, of watching Greg's character in general in this movie? I know we kind of touched on it briefly. Um, I think, if anything, his character doesn't feel quite as cohesive as the first movie. Um, but, I mean, obviously, it's... I don't know if yeah, I would I say to, less cohesive. I was about to say, this movie, this movie kind of plays as a buddy comedy. Yeah, not, it, not... Doesn't, it doesn't feel as focused on Greg, like Greg's character and his progression and getting over his like very blatant wrongness, you know? Yeah, because like, <laughs> the entire core of the first one is Greg is a completely disillusioned, terrible person yeah. who thinks he's king of the world. Exactly, yeah. Um, but the point of this one is, you know, like literally like the emotional core is Greg and Ra I mean not Greg and Ra Greg and Roderick like being brothers. Yeah. So it's a it's a bit different. It doesn't feel as focused on Greg, but what is there feels very real to his character. I, I think he's still very well written in this well, one. To to kinda continue that question to not be so rehashy, what do you think of like Roderick and Greg's dynamic in this movie? I think it works really well, personally. Um, I don't know, especially for the comedy stuff that they do. I think it's really great. Uh, but if we're talking, like, emotional uh, screenwriting, you know, <laughs> um, I don't know. I also think, it, I, I, th I still think it's pretty good from that perspective, too. Like, I don't know. I, I The uh, days of fighting with my siblings are kind of in my past, I hope. <laughs> um, so it's been a, like a while since I've experienced that. And obviously uh, the fighting in this movie is to a rather extreme degree. Yeah. Um, but so, I don't know. I, I think what this movie does get right, especially, is like the feeling of hanging out with an older sibling yeah like you're like oh my like one of your siblings finally acknowledges you as like a cool person rather right. than just like someone they're forced to hang out with all the time yeah like in so much of like what... and that's that's part of that's the really one of the big things that yeah. gets me in this movie what i'm makes, like ah what makes it kind of nice like <laughs> as, as a dynamic to yeah. watch progress as you go from like them being like comedically <laughs> terrible to each yeah. other um to like them like during during like the mall stuff and everything yeah. like they're genuinely like really really fun to watch exactly um and they like and again you really do feel kind of like that that older sibling acknowledging that like the younger sibling is like a person <laughs> just an actual person <laughs> um and like that really plays into like the emotional core of like uh, like that is the emotional core essentially mm -hmm. but like that that is what allows it um, those times of them just like hanging out is what allows it um, to be emotional at the end. Again, the door bit. I, we joke about the door Dude. bit, but the door bit is like a big. That's a big, the big turning point of the movie because yeah. now they finally have something to unite uh, with, or I guess against. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like they they finally have like the door. It's, you the, know? it's the shared trauma bringing people closer. <laughs> <laughs> at least they have the door. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um but no like even the party scene 
and like yeah, yeah. I don't know like they're they're just so much fun to watch as as brothers it's a very it's a very sweet movie i think at the end of the day yeah <laughs> which is you know i think the i think the first one is definitely less sweet mm-hmm. than this one whereas this one is a lot more pleasant overall like you said it's a lot more relaxed it's not doing as much yeah, setup yeah i was about to say it feels it's... a lot lower stakes than the first one and it just makes like like it allows um, it's comedy to shine a lot more. Like take take something like Mean Girls, um, <laughs> since you know we yeah, yeah. mentioned it earlier, and it's a pretty well known comedy. I think one of my least favorite things about Mean Girls is I don't think its emotional core is worked in that naturally by the really? very very end. Again, oh, by the end. Okay. I, I love the movie and I think it works, but like I think the end they take it a little bit more extreme than the movie needed. Like it just feels more unsatisfying than i'd like it to be i could see that i disagree but i could see that yeah. for sure no no this is this is my opinion <laughs> but i'm saying but takes, i hold i hold a higher view of mean girls than most people take something like mean girls and it, it spends a lot of its um time being very not self-serious because obviously it thinks it's all a joke yeah um but like a lot more serious in tone it, than it treats like it Roger treats Dick. its emotional stakes very seriously when it in it doesn't treat its jokes very seriously yeah, exactly it, it treats its emotional stakes very seriously yes. um because because tina fey knew that they were a serious talking book um <laughs> thank you tina fey <laughs> thank you tina fey <laughs> uh and i don't know i think i think this movie is all the better for the fact that like it it just kind of relaxes into its emotional themes yeah that's fair <laughs> I, I, I don't really have anything to comment on that but yeah i, I think i agree with that any any the other squeaky chair you got the other you, you got the one that creaks micah <laughs> uh but there are there any other big questions you want to tackle i don't know i asked like the last two questions are there any other big questions um, you want to tackle <laughs> we mentioned favorite scene or sequence but do you have like a favorite uh running bit or joke or anything honestly, like that honestly honestly one of my favorite <laughs> jokes that doesn't really like that, I, that you can't really say is like a scene or sequence yeah again, yeah they don't spend much time at school mm-hmm. it's pretty much anything with shirag oh my gosh specifically He's the shirag so funny in this but i mean i always i always loved the actor <laughs> in um jesse oh yeah um and in Huey Halloween. Yeah, I was about to say he's he's a really funny performer. I, I every time I see him pop up in something, I'm like, ah, oh, what a pleasant Which surprise. Which is Peyton List also in Huey Halloween. I believe Peyton List is in it. Yeah, that's so weird. <laughs> um, but he like as Chirag, he's just such a funny character to play <laughs> off of, like um greg's delusions <laughs> like he's always there like to antagonize him but so like not funny. in like in a not in a mean way <laughs> exactly yeah no, it's he's one of he's one of the best characters i hope i hope he's in the third movie too his line deliveries <laughs> are like always good his bits are always it's funny. non-stop man and then, i don't like, know what i don't know what the writers were on <laughs> <laughs> we know who you are <laughs> Uh, but then they t- they take it to the they take it to the extreme with the with the Chirag invisible <laughs> when yeah. he comes back from India, <laughs> dude. It's so good. Uh, but yeah, no, that's then, that's a good that's a good pick for sure. Like the way they, the way they trip up Greg too <laughs> and fall. That's such a good sequence. Uh, Unironic. But, but what about you? Do you have a, do you have a favorite bit? 
uh, outside of that one? I think if it, if I wasn't going to pick like one of the big ones, yeah, like, one of the big, like, like the, the door, door lock, like that's obviously I think the best one in the movie because you get so many great like moments in that. Yeah, and it also ties directly into yeah, like yeah. the emotional core of if the I story. If I were to pick just like a one-off really funny bit, it's either going to be like the foot which is a really, really funny, like, <laughs> foot. a film within the film. It's so funny. <laughs> um, the Foot and Mant double feature. <laughs> foot and Mant double feature. I would watch that. <laughs> um, but there, I, I don't know. There's just something about it. it. It's such a fun and, like, like they didn't have to include it, but they did. It's so funny. Yeah, again, I think, and I, again, <laughs> I don't think the first movie could include a bit like that <laughs> no, with the way it de- out of well, with the way it delivers it because mm-hmm. like this is not like important really <laughs> no <laughs> you could cut the foot i was you could cut rally sleeping you get over. you get the sleepover with rally which is really really funny and has so many good bits in it but like it's it's really not necessary <laughs> but like it doesn't feel especially unnecessary in the movie like you're not like oh great here's another superfluous it, it doesn't feel like the movie's wasting your time yeah, it's still exactly. giving you so much to enjoy it's this is so much more of like a hangout movie <laughs> yeah um and this is one of like the most fun hangout things right <laughs> like when they're <laughs> the dad's like hey rally what's new what's new oh my gosh <laughs> he just dies that's one of the funniest moments in this movie i keep saying that you'll bring up like one moment i'll be like that's one of the funniest moments <laughs> because no like genuinely i think this movie is hilarious and i think that's like the biggest praise i can give it because like it's not doing anything crazy or anything like that Uh, i mean it looks really good and i think Mm -hmm. it's edited really well yeah the editing Um, is really good but like so is the first movie um i think what what this movie really has more than anything is it just feels like a sweet really funny throughout movie absolutely Um, yeah and do like the ending with uh you know okay there we go there's my my second complaint other than other than the structure being a little like a little blocky yeah um my second complaint is that they think exploding diapers is a bad song dude that's a great song it genuinely i would great i would listen to that two separate great guitar solos it's got a great chorus great verse it's, it's a good people song. can sing along with it really easily like come on <laughs> like they make fun of the song in the movie but like i don't know i thought it was good i would i would go i would go watch that dude okay i just remembered another really good bit <laughs> remember in the magic show after the end of it when they're after the saw table collapses and it cuts to like um the eight-year-old and he's like that should have been me <laughs> Scotty Rebby. Scotty, exactly. <laughs> Rebby and my assistant, Scotty. Uh, Greg. <laughs> I thought I thought Scotty wasn't going to come back the first time I watched this, and then they'd have like this three second <laughs> shot of him, like that should have been me. <laughs> oh, oh, another very good bit derived from the ending of this oh. uh, is when, um, oh gosh, why did I just lose her name? Because all I could think of is Holly Hills. Um, um mean girl the, from the first one the girl with the braids yeah oh gosh i don't remember 
would, for him. But when she's doing, she's doing her song. <laughs> oh my song, goodness! I almost it forgot. Cuts, it cuts to all the different family member reactions, <laughs> and like it shows like Greg, and he's like, "What the heck?" Right. It shows the dad, and he's like, eh. mm. "It shows the mom, and she's like, oh, this is so, so sweet.'" sweet. <laughs> it cuts to Roderick. <laughs> he's got like a the single, single tear. tear. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and it's amazing. That's that, one of the funny. <laughs> that moment kills me. Like I said, uh, the, like the entire show is just really good. Yeah, no, it is. Uh, uh, the talent show, definitely one of the better sequences in the whole movie. <laughs> but yeah, um, as, as, yeah. That like, like I mean, come on, guys. Again, I, I, I genuinely don't understand why people don't like this one. Like, and a lot of people I know who gave this really low ratings uh, did not leave reviews. So yeah, I cannot tell you their thoughts on it. <laughs> like, all I can imagine is they watched it and just were like or eh. bored or something. And then, like, know. really uh, low rating. Like, they gave it no more thought than that, which makes me really sad. I mean, I, I I do that for a lot of kids' movies I don't like. I'll be like for something like. Um, I don't know why I keep comparing. I, I guess it's kind of a similar era of kids' comedies. I, I keep comparing the first Diary of Wimpy Kid to Alexander's terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day because it's a it's a very it's later, but like it's a, a similar, a similar vein. vein. Yeah, um, but like I I didn't give hardly any thought to criticizing well, that movie. I'm like it's boring. Well, it's yeah, bad. but I don't know. Like <laughs> take something like Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, yeah. No Good, Very Bad Day <laughs> and set it next to this movie. And it feels like it feels like apples and oranges exactly. to me. Exactly. Yeah. No. I like. I. I get that. Like, but even... I'm saying, like, if you viewed this movie in that way, then I could see like not giving it a second thought and just yeah. slapping like a two on it or something. But I mean, and moving not, on. not even like not even just like <laughs> comedy. Like you know, comedy is subjective. But like, this movie looks really good. I think it's shot really well. I think it has great performances. Right. I think. It has, like, good editing. I was about to say, if you're just looking for technical prowess in this movie, it's got a really great, like, cast that has a very solid direction behind like, I, it. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't imagine watching this movie and just, like... Meh, you know blowing it off yeah like, even if I didn't think it worked as well, I feel like I would still be, like, interested in... Yeah, I was talking about, to say, about even it. If I don't I, know. <laughs> even if I wasn't into this movie, like if I just absolutely was like bored the whole time, I would probably still give it like a three or a three and a half or something because it's. I mean, it's it's technically sound. It's a it's a good movie. So, so if you're listening to this <laughs> and you're on a platform where you can leave us leave us a comment or even even get at us on on Twitter, I tweet at us. Uh, just at recently logged. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Tweet at us at recently logged. Why you don't like this movie? Like genuinely, like we are we are curious as two people who apparently blindly love this movie. <laughs> we're, um, we're way too easy on films, Micah. <laughs> Stop loving. We need movies. we need harsh criticism. Usually, I'm the one bringing the harsher criticism, and I really don't have much criticism yeah. of this movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like like tell us your thoughts. Um, I mean, this is wild to me. Yeah. No, I I I think it's a really fun movie. Uh, go watch it go watch this if you, movie. If you got disney plus Form or if you can opinions. find it if you can find it on physical somewhere go support physical media yeah yeah definitely <laughs> and, <laughs> go buy it in our in our troubling and these unprecedented in these trying times, times uh please go support physical media yes <laughs> please <laughs> i wonder how well that statement's gonna age like someone listening to this two years from now 
I, probably, probably, it'll probably age pretty well. Oh man, <laughs> what's happening with with animated shows right now is depressing. It was depressing like last year because like Netflix was canceling a bunch of shows. My goodness! But now we're doing worse than canceling shows. <laughs> Somehow we went from we went from like getting shows like ninety percent through uh, pre production and then canceling them and that was bad. But now we're like, no, we're gonna make shows disappear. They don't exist anymore. For for money. <laughs> money, money, money. But anyway, uh that that's pretty much all my thoughts on Roderick Rules. Yeah, that's pretty much all mine too. Um I hope you guys enjoyed the discussion. It's a very, very funny movie. <laughs> Uh, Can't recommend it enough, you know. Dude, the cast again, amazing. This is this is Devin Bostick's Devin uh, magnum opus. Bostick <laughs> is so amazing. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Go watch it. If you if you thought bad of it the first time, maybe maybe if Give one it a second thing, chance, one thing we can do with this podcast <laughs> is convince you to maybe watch it again and be a little bit kinder on it in your heart. <laughs> <laughs> a kind soul to know that we two brothers <laughs> of whom you know the movie's dynamic hinges on brothers wow. uh how relevant loved loved it how topical but maybe maybe you can love it too <laughs> <laughs> um but anyway now that now that we're through discussing diary of wimpy kid it's over it's old news it's old news i, don't, I already forgot about it <laughs> let's talk about the other stuff we watched this week So for for those of you new to the podcast or have just, you know, never made it this far before, um, we do a little segment at the end. We call it the What We Watched segment uh, in which we talk about what we watched Who'd have uh, thought it? in between the last episodes, <laughs> just all the movies we've logged. We talk uh, recently logged. Oh, the movies my logged. goodness. Uh, oh, recently. my goodness. Uh, we say brief thoughts, <laughs> tell our ratings. Just a simple little thing. Yeah. Uh, and this week we are starting from the 14th onward. Uh, on the 14th is when we did, recorded our episode on 9, <sighs> which you can go listen to. The yawn was unrelated. Um, it was a good episode. <laughs> uh, then what did, what, did, what did you watch, Remy? Uh, on the 15th, I watched for the very first time another uh, Roger Corman film for me. Roger Corman. I was a big fan of The Haunted Palace, not so much of Bucket of Blood. Um, I wanted to check out more of his films, though. And I watched uh, Creature from the Haunted Sea, which is obviously very low budget um, and kind of very uh, boring. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I don't know. It wasn't wasn't great. Uh, I wish I had more spy and sea monster shenanigans. <laughs> Uh, I gave it a two out of five. <laughs> uh, then uh, later that night, we watched uh, Lake of the Dead. Indeed, we that did. It's a, a 50s Swedish horror movie. Shout out to Swedish films. For Swedish real. films are amazing. Every, every Swedish film I've seen so far has rocked. <laughs> um, which I wasn't the biggest fan of this. There were some things I didn't like. Mainly that I felt it was just kind of boring for a lot of the runtime. That's fair. Uh, but the performances are really great. It looks great. It's fun. Um, it was yeah, it was just a fun movie. There's a, it's got really good cinematography, I will say. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed the performances. The spooky sequences were really good. I was about to say all of the spooky stuff was really well handled, and I don't know, it's got a very memorable premise and it delivers on it. I like it a lot. Yeah. So I gave like I gave it a three and a half. I gave it favorite. a four out of five. Um, good stuff. Then what did you watch? Oh wait, what did we watch? What did yes. we watch, Micah? We watched. We watched uh, uh, Charlie Charlie Kaufman. <laughs> 
uh, we watched Charlie Kaufman. Baby's first Charlie Kaufman. Oh yeah, that's uh, my first watched, Kaufman. Movie. Uh, I'm thinking of ending things. There you go. Um, which I was very, very much looking forward to. I'd been wanting to turn it on for a long time. I'm a big, I'm a big Jesse um, Plemons guy. So I'm a big Jesse Plemons guy. <laughs> I, I was very much looking uh, forward to this. And I, and I honestly, like this is this is honestly my kind of filmmaking. No, if uh, I would have, if I would have seen this movie before you, I would have been like, all right, I got, we got to watch this with Micah now. <laughs> Because I'm sure um, he's gonna love this. <laughs> but I really, really loved it. I like. I couldn't imagine changing like a single thing about it. I think even, and I know you didn't think. Yeah, so. I was about to you say I disagree agree. with that. <laughs> uh, but I thought like every moment of it worked really well. I thought even the beginning and even the home <laughs> stuff. I thought that worked really well for what they were going for. Okay. Emotionally, I thought it worked extremely well. Yes. Um, yeah. It's it's. It's creativity and filmmaking mm-hmm. is just like on another level. That's what I that's what I uh, really wanted to praise about it. It takes a lot of really big stylistic swings and narrative swings, especially and by the end. Most of them seem very intentional and hit very well. So th- that is definitely something I admire. In like this. the fact that we have like the the pig thing <laughs> in this movie is insane, dude. Like the fact that that's one of my favorite aspects of this movie. It's like so good. the 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 Broadway performance. <laughs> too like there are just so many like really really genuinely like crazy things that you wouldn't expect it feels to so happen original in this movie. i love it <laughs> um and i think it so much plays into a lot of like the dread and like i don't know really cool stuff that this movie is doing no i really like um patrick h willem's review of this because he said it um let's see i want to get it verbatim uh he said, "Love to be trapped in a waking nightmare for two plus hours." Which I mean, honestly, is the best way to no, like, yeah, describe no. it, how it, it comes feels off. like. It feels like you're having a nightmare, which with with its like great. consistent and consistency of how reality works, yeah, and like so many of its off-putting elements. I, I don't know. It's, it's amazing. It's very, very good. I like I, it. I mentioned, Micah said I disagreed with how great like all of it is, but I really just had a problem well, with how some of the stuff near the beginning. Yeah, I was saying you disagree handled. with the fact that you wouldn't change. <laughs> I just think the editing could have been a bit better. I think they could have handled some of the narrative points a bit better in the house. And but that that's pretty much it. I think I love it. Outside of that, I think it works really well. Fantastic movie. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I um, gave it a four and a half out of five. I gave it a five out of five. If you can even believe it, who'd have thought? <laughs> it? Uh, and then the next day, seventeenth, I watched Prisoners of the Ghost Land for the Yo. very first time. My first uh, Scion Sono movie. Nikolai. I don't know. Do you know who he is? No. He's the guy who did like Love Exposure and Anti Porno. The like very well known Japanese director. Mm. Um, did not enjoy this <laughs> <laughs> um, at all. Like, I was really hoping that I would. I'm a big Nick Cage guy. Um, and like a Japanese Western movie sounds really cool. Like, there's cowboys and s- samurai in this, Micah. It sounds like a cool premise. They it even has like cool, sound cool. It even has cool imagery and stuff behind it. It just really did not work for me. Like it's it's kind of like the feeling I got when I was watching Monster Hunter, uh, the new the newer movie that they did. Um, very just that's pretty. That's pretty harsh. I don't, I don't feel. I don't feel Monster as, Hunter is like incohesive. Yeah, I was about to say it's not as bad as Monster Hunter, but it's that similar feeling where I'm like, this should be cool. Why isn't this cool? um it's just it feels very poorly constructed it feels very poorly edited and just not well directed which is so odd from a director who's this well known yeah um but nick cage is fine in it 
he, he seems again it, it just seems like he's in a different movie than everyone else none of the performances really mesh the way i want them to i i kind of mentioned in my review that it kind of feels like a, a live action adaptation of an anime but the anime doesn't exist if that makes any sense for those who have seen like <laughs> uh what am i thinking i'm thinking of like full metal alchemist Oof. and like the bleach Oof. adaptation that oh, netflix did they're so bad yeah, they're really bad it's kind of like that um, but with Nick Cage, so it's a little better. <laughs> I gave it a uh, two out of five. Not not my cup of tea for sure. Then on the seventeenth, uh, we watched a movie I had never heard of. Neither had uh, I, which is which is weird. Uh, but we watched Experimenter. Yes, uh, twenty fifteen. And the reason I twenty fifteen biopic is by like twenty fifteen biopic that are rated PG thirteen <laughs> standards. You'd think we would have heard of it, <laughs> right? Yeah, no, it's, it has Peter Skarsgård, not Skarsgård, Sarsgård. I'm thinking of someone else. <laughs> Peter Sarsgård. Yes, um, Nona Ryder. I don't know. Wait. Anytime I see Winona Ryder in a movie like after the two thousands, I'm like, what? What is she still doing that? <laughs> what's going on i don't know she's she's got a weird energy for 2010s movies maybe it's just me it's too much you literally just have her associated with beetlejuice and edward scissorhands she's so she's so good in those like i don't know like even in stranger things like innocence though too yeah exactly yeah no she's she's been really good in like all of her older roles and i don't think she's like bad in new roles she's just I don't know. She feels out of place. Yeah, all of, all of her big, big roles. <laughs> besides, like, I guess, I don't know, her most popular movie marked on here is Black Swan. I didn't even know she was in it. Yeah, I didn't know she but was in it. But all of, that. like, her big roles are from the 90s. Yeah. Well, I mean, she was a big 90s star, so. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Experimenter. Very cool biopic. Takes a lot of really cool stylistic directions. I, I like it a lot. Yeah, like, I was not, Very expe- I was not <laughs> expecting this thing to be, like, as interesting as uh, cinematically as it was. Yeah. I didn't fully connect with, like, the story and everything. I thought Boo. it got kind of boring. Boo. Like, I think, I, think the, I think the topic that they're talking about is far more interesting than they let the movie explore. Like, that, see, that's like, interesting, because I, like, I, I was really satisfied with how much they explored this. Well, I feel like they spent way too much time being like wow look at all these people being wrong about their opinions <laughs> on this guy's work instead of like showing you anything like 90 percent. that's a the, fair 90 percent of sure. the middle of the movie is like Ugh, this was inhumane even <laughs> though they kind of convince you in the very beginning right. of the movie that it is in fact not inhumane um i don't yeah. know maybe you're torn up about it maybe the viewer <laughs> is supposed to not know what to think but i was like yeah it's a good i can i think that's good study think that's important for humanity and they're like oh only like one percent of people complained about it but now it's become (laughs) a big thing so like you spend 90 percent of your time having this guy's career being like torn up without anything like happening you have no personal investment i know that that's honestly my only complaint about this movie is a lot of the middle plot stuff that they try and do but again the performance is really good and like what they're trying to do with it cinematically is just really really cool i i would want to make something like this someday i gave it a movie a forced four out of five i gave it a four and a half out of five uh very charming movie i like it (laughs) on, on the 19th uh we watched the texas chainsaw massacre heck yeah we did uh 1974 uh, we watched it. Technically speaking, we started it on the 18th because uh, August 18th uh, <laughs> is the day that the movie takes place. Nice. Um, so we were like, oh, we got to watch it. <laughs> um, 
and we had never seen it before. And G G Willikers, <laughs> G Willikers, it was fantastic, right? Like, dang. <laughs> um, I, I like I was very excited about it because I, I, everything I had seen about it looked great, and it lived up to that like in every way. Yeah, one for of the sure. best one of the best horror movies I, I think I've ever seen. <laughs> It's, it's a Resident Evil movie. It is, it, honestly. <laughs> it, it really is. I mean, I know um, uh, Resident Evil um, Biohazard took inspiration yeah. from this movie. <laughs> Pretty but... blatantly. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's got some... It, it's got such a great mastery of tone and setting and character. It's, it's a really good movie. Like, if you've never seen it before and you're old enough to watch it... Definitely recommend it. It's still really funny that the director wanted it to be PG. That 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 sentiment is so funny to me. He's like, <laughs> I'm going to make a movie called Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and it's going to be PG. And not only that, but it was remarked as, like, the most disturbing movie to come out at it's the time. It's extremely disturbing. Like, it, it's a, it, if I saw this as a child, I would be so deeply upset. <laughs> like, I would not recover. All right. Uh, but I very it, good. I, I give it a it. five out of five. I also give it a five out of five. Uh, then on the 19th, we watched Greyhound. Greyhound. Uh, right, this is a rewatch for Robbie. He was, was showing it to our grandparents. Yes. Um, I was working while I watched it. I was about to say, is that is a pretty great uh, in my eyes anyway? Navy movie. Grandpa was, was in the Navy. Yeah, exactly. Figure, he was, I figured he was, they would enjoy it. He was on they a like, very very similar ship to, right? to what one of these was. Right. And both my grandparents like Tom Hanks, so I was like, it's it's the perfect pick for them, right. and they enjoyed it. So. Yeah. <laughs> So I, was not su- I was not super engaged, but I was doing other things. So, like, what can I say? No, it's um, <laughs> it, it can definitely get a little dry for sure. Um, like, it does one thing, and if you don't get into yeah. that one thing, I don't think it works. But especially I think well, but... as like a procedural kind of movie, because that's what I view it as. Really, um, it, it focuses on like the mechanics of a ship and everything like that, and that's really its biggest draw. And I think it does that pretty well. I, I think it's. Yeah, great. I don't know. I think I think my biggest complaint was it never feels. I guess like grandiose enough for like the story it's trying to tell, like like I a captain, so. like a captain of a fleet who ended up like standing for so and so hours or whatever. Like you know, he led them through like like a like Dunkirk style, yeah, but, like with yeah. none of the flair of Dunkirk. I I would disagree with that. I think a lot of the ship sequences are have a lot of class and like i don't know i never felt any any drama or grandioseness <laughs> from it which i think a movie like this needs yeah i guess you need to pay closer attention um, i guess so you can see it <laughs> but yeah again my opinions aren't super they, I, I didn't watch it fully yeah. uh i gave it a three and a half i gave it a four uh, then on the 20th, I watched the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. Great movie. Uh, great movie. <laughs> How have we not done an episode on it yet? <laughs> it was my 11th viewing. Uh, four and a half out of five. Right. Uh, then I also finished Pan's Labyrinth. I had started on a previous day, and then our grandparents got there, so I stopped it. Uh, and I finished it. It's nice. one of my favorite movies. Uh, five out of five. Amazing. Shout out to Del Toro. Beautiful. For real. Perfect. Wouldn't change a thing. <laughs> uh, then also on the 20th, we watched killer's kiss killer's kiss stanley kubrick who doesn't love Um, who doesn't love mr kubrick very 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 bare bones simple (laughs) plot 
And it also looks freaking amazing. Oh, my goodness, man. Like, outstandingly amazing. <laughs> Gushing about uh, Stanley Kubrick's handheld shots in this, man. I don't know why it looks so good, but it, <laughs> but it does. Like so. I was saying, Micah, he was a photographer for quite a while before he started directing features, you know? So I think it makes for a very... I know this is very early on in his career, but I think it makes for a very interesting watch and in, in watching through his career as something yeah. that's like, I don't know, the story really isn't the highlight here. Mm-mm, no, um, not at all. <laughs> But, uh, but like technically technically it is very 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 good it's so good um, and the fact that it's got a very short runtime helps <laughs> i was about to say its story is i would honestly say one of its weaker aspects but yeah, it's i think it's still, probably its weakest aspect but, but like it's, it's still not bad it's still kind of good for what it's wanting to do like i don't know it, it's a weak story but it like the movie kind of fits with that <laughs> In my I eyes. gave I gave it a four out of five. I gave it a four and a half. I'm a bit. I'm still a big Kubrick guy. <laughs> then on the twenty first, I watched Cinnamon the movie, which I think is not the title. <laughs> um, cinnamon because it movie. is not Cinnamon the movie. His name is Cinema Roll, uh, <laughs> and even then, I don't know why would, why it would be Cinnamon the movie. <laughs> Who knows, um, Micah? But, you know, it's translated from Japanese, so who knows? Uh, but uh, I've always, I've been a huge fan of Fluffy Fluffy Cinema Roll since I was a wee lad. Who hasn't? Um, <laughs> we, we, we're, I guess, some of the few people who, like, grew up reading the manga for some reason. It was at our library and we just read it all. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and I loved it. Um, it's my favorite, like, Sanrio adjacent thing. Oh, yeah. Um, and I found it's the out, best one. I found out that there was a movie. And I found out that it was on YouTube. Um, so, you know, my girlfriend also really likes Sanrio stuff. So I was like, dude, we got to watch this. <laughs> it's very short. Uh, and I actually turned it like I actually ended up like really liking it. Uh, it's got really fun animation, a cute story. It mostly fits in the vibe of the manga. My biggest complaint of the entire movie, actually, is that it never really does anything with the character of Cinema Roll. Oh. Like, it has his same introduction as, such the, a fun character as to the comics explore. of him, like, as, as the manga of him, like, falling out of the sky and, yeah. like, Anna finding her and everything and taking yeah. her to the cafe. Um, but then from, like, that moment on to, like, the fact that that's what kicks off the plot into, like, the very fact that he can fly at the very, very end. Oh, <laughs> uh, he doesn't um, get to fly around? No. Uh, Sad. <laughs> but, like, outside of those two things, it didn't have to be him at all, and they just never really explore his no. character, because instead, like the manga where it's mostly just the pups hanging out and, like, getting their dynamics, mm -hmm. this is, like, a very Anna-centric plot. Ah. Um, which, again, the manga, she's hardly in it. Yeah, I was about to say, like, she's the only a... human character that appears, and she's, she's usually in, in like, 15 panels in the whole book, usually. <laughs> but this entire plot centers around them all going and saving her, so it doesn't really have okay. any time to explore any of their dynamics with how short it is. Fair. So that made me a little sad. But it was still really fun and really cute. I need I need Cinema Roll the animated series. Well, is he, what I he's need. in Hello Kitty and Friends quite a oh, bit. Oh really? I'm pretty okay. sure. But I want the um, cafe, my right? guy. I, I need want the, the cafe. I love I love the manga so much. <laughs> uh, I gave it a four out of five though. I still thought it was really cute. Uh, then on the 21st, we watched Diary of Wimpy Kid, Roger Rules, which we just spent a long time talking about. Very great movie. <laughs> uh, and then on the 22nd. Um, Isn't that today? That is today. That's today. Uh, <laughs> I watched a goofy movie. How'd you do it, um, Micah? It's just That's crazy. I watched it late into the night. <laughs> um, and Great I love, movie. I love a goofy movie. I think it's one of the best movies Disney has ever put out. 
Uh, I think it's a pretty darn perfect father-son uh, comedy. I don't understand how they made Goofy into a well-written character for a drama. <laughs> right. Or like how Max isn't annoying to watch. Or why it's a good musical. <laughs> I, I, none of the elements make sense, but they all work perfectly. Wouldn't change a thing. And it is one of the most like surprisingly emotionally sincere, funny, sweet movies I've seen from like for, from anything. Uh, I give it a five out of five. Heck yeah. And that... That's what we watched. That's what we watched. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, some good stuff. Yeah, definitely. Uh, go watch Go watch uh, Killer's Kiss. It's on Tubi right now yeah, for free. Killer's Kiss. <laughs> go watch Roderick Rules, Go watch too. a Goofy movie. Go watch, go watch movie. Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. Go watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Go watch I'm Thinking of Ending Things. That is a good movie. <laughs> All of those latter three if you're old enough. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, maybe, maybe wait till you're a little older for, like, I'm Thinking of Ending Things. <laughs> <laughs> but hop on the a goofy movie train. Yeah, man. you're never too young for a goofy movie. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but anyway, thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>